Welcome back to All Doors Photography Podcast, where we share experiences out in the field and educate others through landscapes, wildlife, macro, and more with other photographers from around the world. Yes, we have Rinzi Rees on the show today. Uh, he's a Los Angeles-based uh, freelance Fujifilm photographer and global ambassador. Um, he's best known for his street and urban photography that focuses on light and shadow, as well as the human condition. Uh, so welcome, Rinzi. Um, we've never actually had a street or urban photographer on the show before. Uh, so can you explain to those listening what exactly uh, is a street photograph in your own terms? Sure. Uh, first off, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, good to be with you, Henry and Ryan. Um, as far as my work goes, yes, I do. I started off doing a lot more street photography uh, when, when I started learning uh, about the camera and, and sort of photography in general. Um, but I did, you know, try other things, but uh, that sort of piqued my interest. And really what it's about is walking around um, your neighborhood or, you know, a city area. It doesn't necessarily have to be those things, but that's where I found myself at. Uh, walking around, taking candid photos of, uh, of people uh, doing, going about their business and, and trying to show them in a, in a sort of, a, for my way, a, a, a very artistic, very sort of kind of stylized way, which is, um, you know, when I started, it was a lot of black and white, high, sort, of, sort of a high contrast, black and white, not all of it. Um, but yeah, just, you know, walking around uh, downtown L.A. and getting to know my city a little more and and learning my cameras at the same time. So uh, that's sort of how it all got started for me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so where are you actually based um, and kind of where did you start out with that? Sure. I'm in, uh, in the L.A. area. I'm just about uh, 20 minutes north of downtown L.A. in, in the city called Glendale. And uh you know, it doesn't take that long to get there, you know, depending on traffic. But uh, uh, once I'm there, it's it's good. You know, we have sunshine all year round, almost. You know, we had a couple of uh, cloudy and rainy days. But, I mean, right now it's getting, I mean, the other day in the valley, it was about 90 degrees already. Um, it's about 75 to 80 today. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I started off uh, with, uh, you know, point-and-shoot camera. This is back in like 2009, 2010-ish, around that time. And then, you know, got into sort of the gear reviews and trying to figure out what cameras are good to use. Obviously, a lot of people were going, hey, you know, there's, there's Leica. And, and, you know, the, and of course, the ones I'm, that I was more familiar with were, you know, Canon and Nikon. And so I started looking at reviews on those and picked up a, a D90 to begin with with a kit lens and then after that it was just seeing reviews about bokeh and you know a lot so i started getting into lenses that were uh pretty fast so, you know 1.4s and 1.8s things like that and uh walking around downtown and just kind of figuring it out uh what exposure was and and how each of the focal lengths that i had um how it saw and how it photographed things and uh, slowly just uh, found street photography, uh, looked it up, and there wasn't really a lot back then um, with regards to street photography. As far as like uh, people who blogged about it, people who talked about it, um, not even like certain websites that taught, um, you know, sort of general photography or, or um, you know, like photography type school, school um, websites. 
maybe there'd be a little blurb about it, but that would be it. And so um, throughout the years, met a lot of people uh, who also was really into street photography. And it's, it's sort of a specific thing. You know, it's a specific genre, not probably suitable for everybody. I think everybody could do it, but, uh, you know, some people just it's not their thing. I totally get that. Um, you know, I had friends that were doing landscape photography. I had friends that were doing, you know, dog photography and, you know, things like that. Like earlier on, this is before I got into the whole community of street photographers and started meeting way more people that were also into other genres. But yeah, earlier on, it was just like, you know, they didn't get kind of what I was doing because it was. It was a little odd, like going around taking pictures of people you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. It is kind of a weird thing. Yeah, uh, it's voyeuristic, and I guess in a way, and 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 it is odd. But you know, if you look back at some of the great masters, right, the classic masters of photography, uh, uh, Roy de Carava, and and. Uh, some of the guys like Elliot Irwitt and stuff like that, where they just walked around and, and documented the things around them in the way that they saw it. And we're looking at the pictures now. And we're going, oh, wow, that's a, a good representation of what it was like, you know, in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s of just average normal people walking around doing their daily thing versus very stylized um almost you know prepped and 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 very um purposefully done photos uh of things of that of those times right it's it's sort of a different uh part of society it's a, a different class systems and things like that that um that we're seeing uh, depending on who's taking the pictures and so when i got into it i i was very much influenced by the the black and white photography um, and thought well I i'll start in black and white and then i'll work my way into color kind of just how history you know went with black and white and then going into color film and so yeah i, I focused my time uh, just you know doing black and white photography for just about a year um literally just took black and white photos got got my eyes used to seeing in black and white um actually asked one of my mentors during like before I even took that year to just focus on that um, how I could see better in black and white or just how do I see in black and white and uh, I was like do I do I wear a specific pair of glasses like what can I do <laughs> and uh, he was like just focus on the light and it sort of struck me um, you know like blew my mind almost just thought this you know just how simple the concept was but also just like wow okay that's all i need to do and so that's what i did just focused on light and light became a very important part of uh, my photography um, my learning of photography the style of photography that i that i like and, and gravitate towards and it's um it's helped me uh with my professional photography as well you know with weddings and events and, and things like that mm -hmm. just you know making sure that my images uh have that sort of um aspect in it right because it it creates depth it creates emotion it can um just add so much more to the to the image i mean we can't have photography without light anyways 
And so it's just might as well figure out how to use it and how to how to enhance my photos using uh, using light. And and you know, I, I talk to a lot of landscape photographers as well and wildlife photographers and. And that's why we do what golden hour, right? Golden hours, both in the morning and in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, it's just really super, really nice light. So, you know, at the same time with portrait photographers and, you know, especially if you're using more available light or natural light, uh, however you, know, you want to say that, um, it's uh, it's really nice light. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of what I focused on and, and my street photography style grew from that and uh starts you know uh, folks start seeing my work and featuring me on their blogs and and um uh, podcasts and things like that earlier on and that, that helped me to become known for my photography and you know just sort of meeting more people in the community i mean i know people now you know and i've become friends with them as well right it was just like started off on Flickr and then instagram <laughs> And then we're talking, you know, they're like, hey, I'm in L.A., let's let's meet up. And, and so we're shooting street together. I'm, I'm, you know, if I'm in another city, I'm, I'm you know, hitting up folks and saying, hey, or they're saying, hey, come, we'll, we'll, we'll show you around. So it's been a great uh, experience getting into photography, getting into street photography. And there's a lot of, again, like I said, there's other like people who are doing street photography, but they're also, you know, landscape photographers, uh, uh, wedding photographers, portrait photographers, fashion photographers. So early on, I got to meet all these people and get, get an insight to what they did. Because they'd be like, hey, come and, come and check it out. You know, like be my assistant for a day or, you know, just hang out and, and watch. And so that was a really good um, experience for me to, to meet all those people. Very insightful, very, um, very helpful in sort of, figuring out what I wanted to do with photography because as much as I love doing street photography you know there's an aspect of it um, especially at that time coming from you know I did graphics for a living and uh, you know once I got laid off from that work I was like well, what do I do now and photography was just a good medium to learn and to sort of create art with and then um yeah, so I was like, okay, so how do I how do I make money doing this and uh, assisting folks doing weddings and events like that? I was like, okay, I I could get into this, I can learn this, and um, you know, slowly over time, I got I got better and not just using available light, but you know, using strobes and, and you know, soft boxes and just I love photography, so I wanted to to learn um, about that, that that part of it as well and and and. Uh, meet um you know meeting more people and learning more uh from them as well it's awesome yeah there's lots to unpack there in what you said um i was you know stepping back to what you said at the beginning uh, about photographing strangers um so probably a lot of our listeners uh, they probably are used to photographing like the landscapes and wildlife of course you know much more solitude and isolated experiences in photography so um is was it a obstacle that you had to overcome with that or and if so like how did you do it Absolutely. So my whole, um, what became my, my blog or something like that for a little bit during the beginning, because I thought that's what I wanted to do, was uh, called Street Zen. And it was because my first, you know, few months out walking around downtown and, and Chinatown and Hollywood and, 
you know, other, all these kind of touristy places where I felt just a little bit of comfort being around, walking around with a camera and taking pictures of people. Um, but really, you know, what I found out is that it's 90% mental. I mean, that's kind of with everything that, that uh, I've, I've realized over, over the last few years. Just everything is 90% mental. You can get your mental game down with whatever you're doing, then you can, you can get better at what you're doing and you can accomplish more. And so that's kind of what I uh, focused on while I was also learning the camera, I was learning about focal length and, and I, you know, uh, uh, shutter speed and aperture and ISO and, and then, you know, processing stuff in, in Lightroom, et cetera. I was also learning how to do the mental part of it. In, the, in sort of the, the physical part of it, too, because when you think of something, a lot of times you feel something, right? You think about something that you don't like, you get a bodily reaction to it. If you're if you're thinking somebody's going to punch you, you kind of get <laughs> nervous, you get anxious. So there's a lot of that kind of walking around uh, downtown L.A., you know, not knowing what somebody might say or do, um, you know. I've heard people have bad reactions from people. And, and so, I, you know, of course, I didn't want that to happen to me. And, and so that was in the back of my head the whole time. And so it made walking around, taking pictures, a very uncomfortable thing. And I, that I wasn't having fun doing it all of a sudden. And I said, well, I, I'm trying to do this to, to relax, to have fun, to learn something new. And all I'm walking around doing is being nervous because I, I keep thinking about what somebody might say, what somebody might do. And, uh, and so that's where I focused my, um, my mind on was, okay, well, there's this whole thing called mindfulness and meditation. And, and these people are, you know, all these gurus talking about all this stuff. And, and I didn't, I only touched the surface of it uh, kind of at that, at that point. It was just like, okay, well, what they tell you is to breathe. Okay. So let me try walk around and just do that. I'll just, you know, just focus on my breathing and I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, overthink it. I'm just going to walk around and, and focus on my breathing and, and see how that goes. And it and actually worked. It relaxed me a lot more, obviously, because when you're anxious or if you're nervous, you, you're a little bit shorter of breath. And so focusing on my breathing totally helped. And it, it you know, and then so the mental part, instead of thinking about, well, what's this person's going to say? What the, What is this person going to do? I was like, well, I'm not a mind reader. I don't, um, I'm not a psychic either. I'm not <laughs> what anybody's going to do until they do it. And so I was like, okay, well, let me just focus on if somebody does something, then, in, you know, I'll react in, in a you know, very calm way. But as I'm walking around, instead of thinking of all these all the things that can go wrong or all the, the bad things that can happen, I just started focusing on, okay, well, you know, what angle of this shot do I want to use? What, um, what kind of picture do I want to get today? What camera, what lens, um, where's the light coming from? Like just all the creative part of it that, um, that I really kind of wanted to focus on anyways. <laughs> so I just started focusing on that instead. And all those other thoughts and, and trying to predict what somebody says or does or whatever just started to slowly go away. I, you know, became a lot more, again, a relaxing, fun thing to do. And I still enjoy it till today, right? Like I still walk around and, uh, you know, some of those initial feelings of like, 
anxiety sometimes comes out a little bit um you know when i'm when i'm looking at somebody going but then instead of it being like uh i'm wondering what they're gonna say i'm more anxious of like oh am i gonna get this shot <laughs> you know am i gonna get the <laughs> am i gonna get uh it right at the right moment that i want because a lot of street photography is, is capturing a specific moment right um and so you know it was more that it was just the the excitement of it versus anxiety so yeah i've come a long way from you know from when i started I, i've <clears throat> sort of taught this to a lot of people as well over time i do one-on-one uh, street photography workshops in downtown la and and a lot of it is um you know over geez almost the last eight years or so a lot of people have come and said hey you know that's the part of it that i want to focus on because i can't get to the learning part because I'm so nervous and I'm so anxious yeah. and I'm so worried about somebody's going to yell at me, you know, and a lot of these people, and, and I'm, I'm not like a, a super outgoing extrovert type of person. I'm not always talking to people, you know, I'm, there's a shy part of me. There's a, there's a, you know, a part of me that's not as outgoing. And so to do that was a, a hurdle to, to, um, to go over. And for a lot of people that is, and so um, this is the the way that I show up. Just folk, you know, number one, start with the breathing. Totally helps. It helps with everything, actually. You know, if I'm doing a presentation or if I'm, you know, about to go into an event, or I'm about to start my whole day of, a, you know, an eleven-hour wedding day. I'm gonna start my day with some breathing and, um, you know, certain techniques that I've learned over the years, and uh, get my mind in the right place, get my thinking you know, in the right place. And then the whole day just goes well, you know, that's, um, that's really helped a lot. And, and then, you know, I was able to focus on getting better at getting angles, getting my moments, you know, getting just my mind's more, um, well, I'm listening more to my intuition uh, because I'm not distracted by just random thoughts that don't, don't help. So, um, yeah, then that's about that's about how that went down. Yeah, that, that's great. And it's, it's pretty neat how you mentioned with like the shift you had mindset of like, you know, you're so hung up and worried about what my, people may think of you. But then it's like you really got more, you said anxious, but I think it's more like an excited creative possibility of like what yeah. the photograph or composition will, you know, pan out to be, of course. Um, so is your approach more about candid moments or, in, or, or are you more unafraid to like stage some of your shots? Well, I mean, I don't ever pose people or, um, I mean, it, it depends, right? Because there's street photography, which for me is, is mainly candid. And um, there's another aspect of it, which is street portraiture. And so that's something different. And I might um, move somebody from where they're standing to, you know, get a better shot, get a better light situation. And then I'll just chat with them until i see the moment that i want to you know take a photo of um or they'll some people are very good at you know having their picture taking in fact most of the street portraits that i've taken over the last you know eight nine years have been from people approaching me oh wow uh, which is kind of weird but you know what i what i what i um think is the reason why people approach me is because I stopped being nervous. I stopped producing an energy because for me, it's a lot of it's about energy as you walk around. 
Uh, if you're f- afraid, if you're anxious, if you're timid, if there's any of those feeling like you're doing something creepy, people sense that, right? Like you're sitting in a room, somebody angry walks in the room that the back of your, you know, the hairs on the back of your neck start stand up. It's that kind of feeling that you get if somebody's walking around thinking like that and taking pictures like that. And so, um, you know, I, I definitely want, didn't want that to be the case for myself. Um, and so I focused on having good energy, positive energy, the, an energy of having fun. And so if you're having fun and you're walking around having, you know, having a you know, good time taking pictures, then people are sort of attracted to you and you're, they're like, hey, what are you doing? What, what are you, who are you taking pictures of? You know, some people are like, is there, are you paparazzi? I'm like, look at the camera that I have. It's not a paparazzi <laughs> camera, but you know, they want to see what, what kind of fun that you're having. And, uh, you know, some people have joined me on the photo, you know, on the photo walk. Um, just, uh, just cause of that. I feel like that's, that's what it is. Like there's just certain energy that, that, um, if you're having a good time and, and you're, you're happy, I think that just invites people, um, but yeah, so the street portraiture, there's the candid part of it. And so, you know, what I, I've, I've taught a few guys, quite a few people who are coming from landscape or wildlife. And this is what I tell them. I say, you know, when you go out and you think about going to go and uh, take pictures of a location, right? You kind of research it online and you kind of get a sense of the location. You get a sense of the time of day you want to go and uh, you go and, and you know, you go there and you do it. And so I say, well, just take sort of the same mentality that you have for doing that. Cause you already know photography, right? You guys know photography, you know, your the focal length you want to use, you know, the aperture and shutter speed and ISO you guys want to use. Well, find a place in the city that has a nice sort of setting. And that's essentially uh, what I do um, for us for you know a good number of my photographs i just find a nice um, area where the light is good and watch as people walk by and walk through and interact with each other in that sort of um i guess for the lack of a better term it's a stage uh a set piece like a tv set and i'm just watching actors kind of walk through it and, and and engage with each other and and then when I feel like it, or when I when my intuition tells me to, I'll I'll you know take the picture. I'll maybe I'll take a few pictures standing in one sort of uh, you know one perspective of that that set or that stage. And then let's say you know I look at my screen. And I'm like, okay, well maybe if I move a couple steps to the left, or a little bit you know, a couple steps forward or back, or get a higher angle. I might get something more dynamic or, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's sort of what I tell them. And it, and it kind of eases their nervousness. And, um, you know, they're able to, to go out and do it themselves. Because, you know, shooting with me is a different thing versus going out all of a sudden you're by yourself. And, you know, sort of, sort of all those um, those thoughts come back. Of, oh, no, I'm, I'm nervous. And these people are looking at me now because I'm taking pictures. Now what do I do? And you start sweating and you're like, oh, I got to walk away now. And then you miss the shot. So, um, you know, for me, it's, it's, you know, all those things kind of put together, just breathing and, and finding a good place, setting your camera up 
and then um, you know waiting for the right moment to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And is that right moment always a person? Like, do you ever find like a, a car that passes through the frame, or maybe a a dog, sometimes, or yeah. is it sometimes a, a yeah, yeah dog, a, a bird? There's a lot, you know, there's wildlife in the city as well. We got mm-hmm. a lot of pigeons and and squirrels and and yeah people walking their dogs and and things like that so sometimes just you know a monkey it's a pet monkey or monkey really wow uh, yeah you know i've seen some odd things uh you know people bring out i think ferrets are illegal in california but i've seen those (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean somebody who was it it was a, a pet pig somebody was walking their pet pig (laughs) <laughs> so it's like you never know right it's la people you know so sometimes yeah it doesn't have necessarily have to be that's the thing you know a lot of people um online will argue and discuss street photography and what's the, the ethics of it and you know what what institute does it have to be a person in it can it just be um you know sort of urban landscape does that is that considered street photography I mean, it's got to be, I think what a lot of people are looking for with regards to street photography is what, what is, what is the moment there, right? What is there, is there a juxtaposition? Is there, what, what's being told? And so people will argue online all day and I'm not about that. I'm, my whole perspective on on this whole street photography thing is for me, it's about the going out and taking pictures, right? It's the, it's what got me into it and it's what kept me doing it. It's enjoying the act of walking around, taking pictures, um, not sort of having any plan of um, what I'm going to see or take pictures of. It's, it's the improv, you know, improv of it all. I'm improvising as I'm going along trying to come up with things on the spot okay well here's somebody walking towards me uh i like this lighting i like their background okay do i stand to the left do i stand to the right what setting do i use you know all these things all in kind of one moment i've got to get it all right and then i got to take the picture and you know sometimes i get it sometimes i don't and so that's what makes i think street photography easy and also hard at the same time is that you can go around and and I've seen it just you know folks walking around taking you know pictures of any random thing and then saying yeah this is street photography okay sure um, but what makes like you know some of the people more well known what made them well known is because of the way that they sort of saw it and the way they framed it the timing of it um, mm-hmm. and sort of they they put themselves into it as well you know and. And so that's 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 also a part of it. Yeah, you, you're that's, like you're basically setting the setting the stage for the perfect moment. You know, you're, you're finding the good that's light, right. and then you're kind of waiting for that's the subject right. to get into that stage. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We're not trying to like manipulate, it, so to speak, but yeah, just letting whatever that scene is like unfold before you and the camera too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why there's some famous photographers out there who, you know, they're like, oh, I'm a street photographer. And then they'll they'll do like um, a YouTube video <laughs> and they're like telling people, oh, stand this way and, you know, uh, talk to this per- or, you know, just 
trying to tell them what to do and they're like well then that's not street photography anymore you're basically just doing um you know a, a photo session <laughs> with a couple you know you're not doing street photography anymore um but again you know it's a loose again the the definition for me is is mainly candid and set in a sort of a public place but there's street photographers that you know they they're they're not in the city, right? They don't live in the nearest city. They're sort of out in the, the boondocks or whatever. And, you know, they're able to create something that's a very, has a street feel to it and, and communicates as a street photog uh, photograph. And so a lot of people accept that as a, or, you know, some people do beach photography and, and there's just the way that they've um, framed it and timed it and, and, and you know, the contents of, of whatever's in their photo, it speaks as a street photographer photograph and so it's been accepted as a street photograph and then there's a lot of stuff where you know people are like you know this is street photograph i was in the public street there's a candid photo and blah 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 and they're just like well it's not really like the community will be like no that's not a street photograph i mean that's been said about a lot of my work too so i mean that's why i'm not out there arguing with them like yes my work is street photography or it's not street photography like for me, um, so I really don't care. It's about the process. Why do you think that people make that distinction and try to like define what street photography is? You know, I think it's it's too it's because it's it's changed over time, and also because it has to be hard. It it there has to be a um because otherwise, then everybody would just be doing street photography, like everybody, even without with just cell phones and people who have no um skills in photography right or at least what we think of as you know learning how to use a camera that kind of thing um, and there's actually a lot of people out there who are great street photographers are using their iphones um, and don't have <laughs> so i'm i'm yeah. negating what i'm just saying right now as well because uh, there's there's a whole kind of uh so i what i would say is it's it's sort of um folks are trying to define it and folks are trying to narrow it down mm -hmm. so that it can become something or that it that to describe something that they can then put in a box and say, well, this is what it is. And only photos that match this description are can be considered a street photograph. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can say, well, then we can make books out of it. And, and you know, we could sell workshops and. <laughs> kinds of stuff that say well i'm going to teach you what real street photography is and then we're going to have galleries and sell books and this and that 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 um so there, there's parts of it there's a lot of different parts of and, and different reasons why people would say well this is what it is and this is what it isn't um i don't want to say it's an elitism type of thing but there's some of that i'm sure you know just like with any other you know i'm sure genre right oh yeah for sure definitely <laughs> yes yeah. matter of making sense of what it is really and trying to put it in yeah. a box yeah yeah but also it helps right because if i'm learning it i'm like well what is it yeah then right. somebody what do you call it what it is uh -huh. and then, then i can work towards shooting that way yeah right. you almost have to self-define it yourself like what, what do i want to take when i think yeah. of a street photo yeah, yeah exactly yeah
it's and then once the you learn the rules, it. it's then you can break it. Like you know, that's why I don't try to argue because it's it's such a different thing for so many different people. Yeah, depending on the their type of creativity, where they live, you know, where they come from, what type of photos they want to produce, and so I don't want to put it in a, like you know, a lot of people will be like, well, street portraiture is sort of like you know, you're doing it on the street, it's street photography, and da 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 da, and um. And some people who are like, no, it's 100% candid and you can't have portraits within that genre of photography. Well, I understand why they're saying that. Because it is kind of two different things. Uh-huh. Right? right. Two different yeah. types of street. It, yeah. While you're, while you're, you know, one is going around and you're kind of to yourself and you're just observing things and taking, you know, trying to get the best uh, moment and, and, uh, framing and, and whatever it is that you're trying to do here and then on the other side you're more engaged with talking to people right you're 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 maybe depending on the type of portrait you're taking you're using a, a longer focal length right you're maybe using an 85 or, or you know 50 or what have you versus a lot of street photographers well i would say you know at least a lot of them will shoot more of like a 35 millimeter full frame equivalent and, or wider right depending on where they where they're at i feel like in la it's a, like a 50 millimeter area here for me anyways that's how as far as how i shoot so you're, you're on 50 millimeter yeah well for the fujifilm uh line of lenses it's the 35 millimeter oh okay um, yeah because of the crop, the crop sensor yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah and and that's just because we're a little bit more spread apart out here people are mostly in cars it's not a pedestrian um society here in, in la for the most part unlike you know i love going to new york and tokyo and, and england and going to these you know city centers that are a lot more pedestrian friendly and that they're a little more crowded mm-hmm. so a wider angle is going to help you you know a, a 28 a 24 is great for that kind of stuff because you're trying to you're literally right next to somebody you know the whole time as you're walking around versus here there's there's arms length and a few more arms length between people so for me i, I like using a, a slightly longer uh, focal length that, that you know 35 or i'll bring out the 56 millimeter which is um sort of an 85 equivalent mm-hmm. and i like the compression i like the look of that and yeah. so, you know, again, I don't like I restrict people from, hey, don't, you know, street photography is only wide angle lens. Nah, man, like I've used the 90 millimeter, which is a 135 equivalent. Um, yeah, I'm not going to restrict people from um, using whatever tools that they, they, they own, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they're having fun. <laughs> that's that's what it is for me anyways. Yeah, it's just all about having fun and the pictures. Or you know they come they they, they you know, one you know going out for one day I might not get any photos that I like which is fine, and then one day I'll get like four or five just because you know the, the the light is good the groove the 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 place that the people walking around, um, and uh, you know I'm snapping really good shots here and there, mm-hmm. uh, so it's like kind of like fishing. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get some the catch and sometimes you yeah. don't. I do have a question about the uh, the lenses and like the camera you use for them. Do you like is it is it pretty discreet? Because I, I have heard from street photographers they like kind of that more low profile low profile rather than like a a big DSLR or a big mirrorless camera. Yeah, 
It helps. I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it only helps so far as I've got to carry it around all day. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm gonna be walking around for like you know four or five hours, you know, um, I'd rather it be a lighter camera. A lot of and a lot of street photographers are more of you know it's got to be a daily camera, right? An EDC sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so like for example, the X100V, uh, the most recent uh, X100 um, version, uh, is great. It's great, and you don't even have to think about the lens that you got to slap on there because it's already on there. Um, it's a 23 millimeter, so it's a 35 equivalent. It's very diverse focal length. It's um, and so that's all the, that's all you would need. Just that one camera and one lens, walking around everywhere. You can have it on you all the time. It looks good if you you know if you have it on a camera strap around your neck. It looks like an old film camera, especially if you get the silver and black version. Um, and so yeah, the smaller cameras are good, and it it. It also, yes, sometimes doesn't attract as much attention, um, especially like the black version won't attract as much attention if you're like pointing cameras at certain thing versus, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, um, DA50 with a 70 to 200 or, you know, like a 16 to 55 or whatever uh, focal length uh, zoom lens out there. It, it's a lot bigger, but I think at the same time, it doesn't matter. I've walked around with the D7, you know, when I had a night some Nikon gear, um, D700 with a 135 millimeter. Walking around with that, it was a lot. It was a lot to carry. And again, it was more because, um, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, man, that was that was a lot to carry all day. Versus uh, my X Pro Two and now you know X Pro Three with you know even the 56 millimeter on there it's a lot lighter than a you know dslr setup and so for me it was more about the weight and and being able to carry something a little more lightweight and i could put in a little bag uh versus like you know people noticing me because i I, you know I, i was really trying not to think about that anymore so for me it doesn't matter what camera you use um but I do also accept that, yes, certain cameras will get you certain attention. But at the same time, you can, you know, for me, it's just like, well, then you got attention. And then what? <laughs> just get the picture and then walk off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely smaller. I mean, that's why the iPhone is great and, and the, the X100 and um, even like the X-T3 and... Um, a lot of their, you know, the XE4, which which I, you know, tested uh, over the pandemic. That one's a really small one. That's really nice. And then you can, you know, you can change the lenses on on that. But that one with the 27 millimeter is a great walk around sort of, you know, you know, kind of a camera. It's just, yeah, again, like most people who are getting into street photography, they're going to get it into it and they want to they wanna bring a camera with them everywhere. So a smaller, lightweight one is going to be better for that kind of thing versus like a hunk you know a hunk of uh, metal and plastic uh dslrs and um you know big lenses and stuff like that but you know that's that's really what it comes down to for me yeah yeah definitely um i wanted to touch upon the compositional techniques you use 
So I know you mentioned you do lots of candid and you lean towards that style, but do you ever like stand around and wait for like a person or subject to walk into a scene just because like the light or composition looks good? That's right. Yep. That's, that's, you know, when I'm talking to um, landscape photographers, that's basically all I tell them. I say, just find a place in the city, stand there for a while. Cause you know, there's certain photographs that I have, you know, I've waited around like 45 minutes at one spot to get that shot. I mean, not that I was just waiting for that one shot, you know, I was trying the whole time taking shots here and there, maybe a different angle. Maybe you may be trying it, you know, portrait orientation, maybe trying a landscape orientation and just waiting for the right person to come along. Cause yeah, the light is good. I know, you know, um, maybe it's a more of a graphical image. So there's certain lines and, and, um, chat, like the shadows are making lines and the lights allowing for certain, um, uh, yeah, lines and shadows to sort of help, uh, help make the scene look more interesting. And I'm using that and I'm just waiting for somebody to, to, you know, whether it's a silhouette or a larger per, you know, part of the person to be in the shot. Um, I'm just waiting. Uh, there's certain ones where it's a little bit closer. So I'm using maybe a 50, uh, sorry, not closer, but like tight, a tighter shot with um, the 56 or like an 85 millimeter or 135 where I'm a little bit more uh, further away to frame because just because of my framing needs to be a certain way. So I'm, I'm kind of way a little bit further back. But um, yeah, just waiting for the right person to come along and, and, you know, I'm taking a variety of shots and then some one person who's maybe dressed a certain way or is running through instead of just walking through or, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a little bit of more interest than just people walking. Um, a lot of it's people walking, but, you know, trying to find something that adds to it than just them walking through a scene. Um, but yeah, you can wait for half an hour, an hour, uh, soon, maybe the light will change and then you'll, then I'll walk off to another place. So, and I, you know, earlier on, I would walk around all day, like literally just be walking. And at the end of the day, my feet are tired and I'm sore. <laughs> and, uh, once I figured out, you know, I watched the video from, um, Joel Meyerowitz, who's a New York street photographer, quite famous. And he was being interviewed. This probably the interview was done in the eighties. I watched it on YouTube, and uh, you know he was just standing on the street corner in New York. And he was like, "What's great about this is, you know, everybody comes to me. I'm just standing here, and you see these. You know, he's telling the, the interview like, yeah, look at these people coming through, and then these people coming through, and then they're gonna talk to each other, maybe interact, and then walk their separate ways. Um, you know, there's a lot of action going on on the street corner, so." I was like, okay, I'm going to try that in downtown LA. I'm just going to go stand on the street corner for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour and um, see what happens. And it was fruitful. You know, a lot, he was right. A lot of people come and interact and say goodbye or say hello. And, um, you know, as long as the, the it's a corner, you know, there's, there's a, certain corners in downtown LA that some of my friends, they're like, oh, you know, we need to find you here because the, the light is good there. I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be shooting there. Um, I, you know, and for me, it's like, well, I'm using the same light. I'm using the same location, but if I angle it slightly different, it's a different person. It's a totally different picture than the one that I took the day before. Um, so there's that that there's that aspect of it as well, where 
um, for practicing purpose and for getting a shot, I, I can go to the same place, same location over and over again and uh, come up with something slightly different each time. So that's a good, it's a good exercise to try. If, if there's something you're, you're trying to get into, um, just find somewhere. It also helps with the comfort part of it and to get used to not uh, being nervous and being anxious and things like that. Just to go stand at a busy corner, busy sidewalk, and just observe it, observe the light, observe the people, take pictures here and there. Um, you know, it just it helps with with a lot of stuff. You know, so yeah. Whenever you, I mean, if you return to a composition, which is a great aspect, I think, like you said, of like practicing photography itself. Um, do you ever like run into the same yeah. people on the street? I do, yeah. Some people I've, you know, I've, you know, not consciously uh, taken pictures of uh, over and over again. I just, you know, sometimes I remember the faces, sometimes I don't. And some people, yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I just took a picture of this guy like, you know, four or five months ago, and, and here he is again in another one of my photos. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it does happen. Like, there's people I recognize. They, they'll never recognize me. But, you know, I've taken a picture of them and I've seen their face. I stared at their face for about five minutes, you know, as I'm going through editing photos. And so as I'm walking around downtown, I'll, I'll recognize them. But I'm not like going up. Hey, what's up, dude? Like, no, right. I just keep walking. I'm like, OK, it, you know, they're just one of the characters of downtown L.A. for me. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah but a lot of people think of like street photography as being like you mentioned like on the move and like, you're always just kind of, you know, the hustle and bustle of city life, I guess. But um, yeah, it's neat how you really kind of just take a step back and just observe of the surroundings and just the way people are moving around and everything too. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, explained it as sort of two types, you know, um, kind of relating to hunting, right? Um, there's hunters who just walk around all day and they're, they're finding their prey. They're, you know, running around finding their prey. And then there's some that, that, just hide and wait and then pounce when the, you know, the time is right. And so I feel like um, I'm, you know, I've done a little bit of both, you know, once, I'm, especially if I'm in a new city, it's hard. It's hard to stay in one place. If you're, you know, in a new city and you're learning and you just like, do I stop here? Where do I go? Where do I stop? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess to start off, you might be just walking around everywhere and then you'll get more familiar with the city that you, that you're walking around in and, and you'll find the little spots of uh, light because really for me it, also some you know I'll, I'll be in another country and they're like oh you got to see you know this landmark or what, whatever and i'm like yeah i'll walk around and I'll, I'll i'll find little you know pockets of light and pockets of character that that speak to me instead of um you know whatever main thing I'm, i'll go see it like for example the eiffel tower i went to go see the eiffel tower but then I went around just some random places that I'm sure no one else cared about. And I was like, that's interesting to me. And, and the light was good. <laughs> so I just waited around that for as long as I could until the, uh, the tour kept going. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And to like the sure. locals, maybe they're the price. I used to a lot of those, even the kind of the off the beaten path kind of places, but to you, it's like this, almost like this whole new world, of course, when you drop in this new place or location. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So a lot of your images, they're strong examples of like hard lighting and high contrast scenes. Um, like you said earlier at the beginning of the show, um, lots of sunny days, of course, in LA. Um, how do you handle, I guess, the, that kind of higher contrast of uh, the light? Well, so when I was um, trying to figure out the type of photographs I wanted to make, I was looking at a lot of the, a lot of photo books. Um, and there's a, a book by a photographer named uh, Ray K. Metzger called Light Lines. And I was flipping through the book and there was one photograph specifically um, with a car and there was a lady in it. Like, you know, nothing super special, but it spoke to me. And, and I, I realized at that point, those are the kind of photographs that I want to make. And then I was like, well, how did he do it? And I said, okay, well, what focal length do I think he's shooting with? Uh, what ISO do I think he's shooting with? And what shutter speed? Why did he choose the landscape orientation versus <clears throat> portrait orientation? And then I went out and <clears throat> tried to replicate uh, that photo. I mean, it was a photo from the, I believe the 40s and the 50s. Might have been later. I can't remember right now. Um, and so and it was shot on film. And, you know, so it, it's a different time and a different place and a different camera and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I can guess and, and try to get it with my Fujifilm camera. So at the time, I think I was probably shooting with the X-Pro1 with the, the 35 millimeter 1.4. And just walking around trying to get that sort of look. And I knew it wasn't going to be at 1.4. It was going to be at around 5.6 or f8. Uh, a little more depth of field there. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, where is the, where's the sun coming from? And so you can kind of tell in every photo where the light's coming from. And so I was like, okay, well, it was kind of this time of the day. And um, and then I just started shooting at, at the light. And I was like, oh, okay, well, then... Um, I was like, okay, F8, okay, that's fine. It's sunny, so I'm going to go ISO 200. And then I said, okay, well, I'm going to, I want to stop motion because people are walking. So 500th of a second is pretty good. And so that turned out to be like my base setting for the quality of light that I got um, in downtown LA. I, I walk out my car, I set it to ISO 200, F8, 500th of a second. I look in my viewfinder and, you know, the exposure was just about where I wanted it to be. And so if I'm focused on the, a specific value of light, I don't have to change that setting. And I could just shoot all day kind of with that, that setting, maybe adjust, you know, at noon, it gets a lot brighter. So maybe I'll speed up my shutter or stop down a little bit on my aperture. Um, but that, that's it. Uh, I don't, you know, obviously, if I'm going to try to shoot wide open, then um, it's a little different and I have to balance it all out. But generally, that was my setting. I'd walk around with that and I'll just be focused on the light, the value of light that I want. So you won't see me in the shade really taking pictures as much. Um, you know, I'm just, yeah, it's just more using using the type of sun that, and, you know, again, we get a lot of light, light here. And so I can walk around all day with literally those base settings and kind of changing it up a little bit and get really good photographs all day yeah it's it's nice to kind of um, not have to worry about the settings nonstop and just really focus yeah. on that composition um, and kind of the right. angle of the light too so yeah yeah yeah, yeah and, and observing and, and making sure i get the shot at the right moment yeah 
Yeah, for sure. I remember being taught early on about Sunny F16. I'm not sure if you've heard of that little technique, but they <laughs> yep. Yeah, the little benchmarks too for like a mid high noon sun uh, kind of day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because a lot of the uh, film cameras back then were you know didn't didn't have meters. Or, you know, you'd get one and the meter's broken. So you're just like, all right. Or or the battery's dead and you can't replace the battery. Um, but the camera still works mechanically. And the only thing the battery was for was for the meter. And the, you know, the little blinking lights in the in the viewfinder. And so, yeah, a lot of people would still use the, 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 the film camera. Um, but depending on the, on the film stock they're using, um, yeah, they would start with the, with the F16 or F8 and then just go from there. Awesome. So as we wrap up the show here, Renzi, um, I just want to ask one more question here. Uh, what is the craziest or most memorable story you've had when out shooting? Wow. Um, Take it however you, you want what? to. I, I would say, just, you know, I, for me, the, the the experiences with friends, like people that I've met, um, cause there, there haven't been really, again, like I don't get approached a lot. I don't get yelled at. So, okay. I'll say one story about, and it's not even the bad one really. It, I, cause I wasn't even taking a picture of the person and this has happened like two or three times where, you know, I'm taking a picture pointing, obviously not pointing it in that person's direction, pointing in a completely different direction. And then the guy the guy comes up to me and literally yells right in my face. What the F are you doing? Don't take a picture of me. I want you to delete that. Da, 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 da. You know, just yelling and yelling and yelling. And I'm looking at him like, um, I didn't even see you there. <laughs> I didn't even see you there. I didn't take a picture of you. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like I was looking over there, buddy. Um, and, you know, try to you deescalate and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but really, you know, for me, it's, it's mostly been a, a very good experience so for me it's it's meeting up with people in new york other street photographers and being able to shoot the street with them around there and vibing with them um you know it, my first trip to japan was probably a really memorable one um you know met a lot of good people out there and i, I got to sh you know shoot around in in tokyo which is an amazing place to, to do street photography so yeah those would those for me are the the memorable and and sort of fun um, experiences uh, that I've had. Just you know, just because I I do street photography, you know, just because I like doing it, and I like you know the cameras that I'm using, and you know I love Fuji film cameras. So and, and there's a whole community of people um, who shoot with that as well. So uh, it, it, yeah, overall it's just that that the the fun, the the being able to meet people and and talk shop and you know, talk about other people's work and our work and things like that. So. Yeah. It's great to hear. There's a whole community fostered around that kind of genre and, you know, you guys all celebrate and shoot together and that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we, we appreciate you coming on tonight, Renzi. Uh, so where's the best place for people to look at your work? Sure. Uh, you know, the most active is on Instagram, which is at um, Renzi Zen spelled r-i-n-z-i-z-e-n and then from there you know um send me a message if you want to you know I have my website obviously rinzyruizphotography.com um, but that's more for my wedding and you know headshots and events and stuff like that i have some of my street photography there um 
earlier on before I even got started in any of any work. All I had was street photography on there. And my sister was like, you got to put other things on there because I'm recommending you for weddings. And all they're seeing is like random people on the street. So you got to put something <laughs> different. And so, yeah, so I've changed that quite a bit uh, over the last years. And um, hopefully, you know, um, people can see that as well now that I do other things besides street photography. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much, Renzi. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. That was Thank you so much for watching the Owl Outdoors Photography Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the video version on YouTube as well. You can subscribe down below, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you.